Welcome to the next 23. If you are new, this is where I share all of the adventures of navigating a new life as a single 40-something after 23 years of marriage. The good and the scary, the weird and the ridiculous. There is no plan. God knows there is no strategy or roadmap for this podcast or the next half of my life. I'm just diving in, breath held, fingers crossed, and no expectations. As Brene Brown said, courage is to tell the story of who you are with your whole heart. These are my stories. Hi, friends. Welcome back to The Next 23. After my ex and I decided that our marriage was over and it was time to divorce, we didn't tell the kids right away. My son was in the middle of hearing back from colleges and trying to make the really hard decisions about the rest of his life. And I didn't want this bomb that we were about to drop on our kids to be a factor in the direction that he would choose to go for the rest of his life. So in January, when my ex and I sat down and he said he was done and it was over, I asked him to keep it just between us from January through April. Um, I, I knew that April would be a safe time when our son would be solidly accepted and decided on where he was going to college. So that felt right. That was a long four months. And keep in mind, this was back in January of 2021, and we were still solidly in the pandemic, which meant we were still pretty much trapped in the house together, all of us. So during that time, there were two things that were giving me life, Schitt's Creek and my playlist. Every single night, I would wrap up in my coziest pajamas climb into the guest room bed and cry and laugh with my new favorite family, the Roses and Patrick and Stevie. I know, I know that I was several, several years behind in getting on the love train that was Schitt's Creek. Uh, I I don't know exactly when the show aired for the first time, but February of 2021 was when it first entered my life. And For the first time, my absurd delay in being on trend actually served me well. That was the exact moment in my life that I needed them. During the day, I listened to my favorite playlist in between meetings and work and life. This playlist would ultimately grow to over 17 hours of music that continues to tell this beautiful and hard and lovely story that is my new life after divorce. Every single song that I added meant something in the moment. And now whenever I hear those songs, I still feel the feelings and I'm extremely grateful for what music can do in your life and the feelings that it can bring up and the emotions and the memories. So I don't know. Maybe maybe it seems crazy to have one playlist that's 17 hours long. My daughter seems to think so. She was amazed when she saw that. But it's just this random playlist I started. And every single time I hear a song that moves me or that I love or that means something, I add it to that playlist. I probably should bucket it a little bit better, but but I don't care. And then every single day I just hit shuffle and it plays in random format, songs that I need to hear that day. As you guys know, if you've followed me for any length of time, you know I'm a big believer in 
the universe telling us things that we need to hear. And I feel like she speaks to me through my playlist on the daily. So the other day I was listening and one song popped up as I was shuffling through and I stopped and had to listen to it on repeat. Like, I don't know, 10 times, maybe this song is that's the kind of woman by Julia Michaels. Now, I'm not really sure how I first heard the song. I don't know who Julia Michaels is. I, I've i never really followed her or been a, a raving fan of her music until I heard this song. But somewhere along the way, the song popped up and I listened to it and I loved it. And it really, really spoke to me. And I first heard it back in February, end of January, early February, at the beginning of those long, long four months of knowing I was getting divorced, but not telling anyone and not talking about it or expressing any of those feelings. Because the other thing is we wanted to tell the kids first. So that also meant I did not tell friends or family. Um, it literally, I kept it in. And and that was that was my request. But nonetheless, it was a long, hard format. So this song, That's the Kind of Woman by Julia Michaels, I remember when I first heard it, I was emotional and struggling and sad and scared, not because my marriage was officially over. That was, that was something I had known for years and saying it out loud was almost a relief. It was because of the new unknown. I didn't know who I was or who I should be as an adult single woman. I really had never been one. I didn't know what it was going to take for me to become this version of a woman that I always wanted to be, that I suspected I could be, but I had no real experience or proof that I could become her. That's when I heard the song and these words. Childhood picket fence smells like confidence raised with a little more common sense, isn't always on defense, sits up straight and knows how to take a compliment, jealous but the right amount, isn't scared of missing out, missing out scared of missing her, doesn't buy things to fill voids, doesn't hate the sound of her own voice. If the me I am walked out that door, that's the kind of woman that I'd leave me for. Doesn't cry when someone leaves, isn't contradictory, Mind takes a break when she falls asleep, always takes her own advice, crosses T's and cuts her ties, figured out sympathize from empathize, doesn't keep those letters in a drawer, doesn't keep a closet full of things she bought and never wore, gives all her attention to the people that are with her. She still loves to dance. She still loves her sister. If the me I am walked out that door, that's the kind of woman that I'd leave me for. Would I miss her? Maybe a little, sure. Oh, I love myself, but I'd love her more. Yeah, that's the kind of woman that I leave me for. Wow, you guys, this song helped me lean in to the hope and the dream of who I was becoming. I started to do the work of figuring out who I was and more importantly, who I wanted to be. It was hard at times when I had to admit things about myself that I didn't like, but mostly it was beautiful to know that I could become 
anyone I wanted to be. Okay, let me say that again. It was beautiful to know that I could become anyone I wanted to be. So I started the journey of defining what was most important to me and what parts of me I wanted to build up and nurture with gentle kindness and overwhelming love. I created a list of traits and qualities that I wanted to develop, or if I already had them, I wanted to strengthen. This is the list that I made during those first four months. It's in no particular order. This is the kind of woman that I wanted to be. A kind, peaceful, happy woman who laughs often, confident and strong, not afraid to take risks and be spontaneous, loving and is a safe place to land for all her people, fun and passionate, brave and inspiring, trusted, honest, and vulnerable. That's the kind of woman that I'd leave me for. For the past year, I've worked really, really hard to be this woman. Some things were easy, just needed a little bit of gentle nudging, and I remembered that I had once been her. Other things really felt new and fragile, but as I invited them in, they really started to feel at home. The longer I gave them attention, the more comfortable they felt, and now they're just a part of me. They are part of this new woman I have become. And the interesting thing is, I really don't miss the old me. Everything about the old me that I loved, she's still here. She just made space for the new me. And that's the woman I left me for. That's the woman that I have always wanted to be. That is who I'm proud of. That's who I think the world needs me to show up as. That is who I want my kids to look at and to see and to say, yeah, that's my mom. That is the kind of woman that I would leave the old me for. That's the kind of woman that I left the old me for. So I just wanted to share this with you guys. First of all, I will link in the show notes. I will link the song because even if you don't care about any of the words I'm saying, please, please listen to the song. It's so good. It's so, so good. I can't, I just can't even say that enough. But also, I hope this is an invitation for you to look at yourself, even if you are not going through a hard time, even if you are in your life right where you want to be, look at the woman that you are and think about if that is the woman that you would leave you for. And if she is, oh my gosh, congratulations. You are amazing and you're killing it. And I'm so proud of you. If you're not quite that woman yet, you are in good company because I was not. I I thought I might have been in some of the areas, but there were a lot that I wasn't, and I wasn't sure how I was going to get there. But I, I do know taking the time and being intentional and doing the work of admitting to yourself who you're not and who you are and who you want to be is so, so worth it and so important. And it's it's the path and the journey that you need to take to be your very best self. And that is what I want for you. That's what I want for me. It's what I want for my kids. And that's what the world and our people need from us. So I hope that this song inspires you as much as it did me. 
I hope that you have a playlist that gives you life on the daily. And I really, really hope you have watched Schitt's Creek. If you haven't, please go watch it. It will change your life. Love you guys. Thank you for listening to The Next 23 with me, Kelly Taylor. I'll be sharing my stories each week and would love for you to come back if you feel this time makes your day better in some way. If it does, and you do, please like it and let me know. If it doesn't, that's okay too. You don't have to tell me. I won't mind. It's fine.